Welcome to the Malt Whiskey Trail podcast. The Malt Whiskey Trail is the world's ultimate scotch experience and the only malt whiskey trail in the world. In this podcast, we will take you on a journey with whiskey brands you love, discovering the secrets of malt whiskey country and experiencing the very best of Scotland in beautiful Murray and Speyside. To find out more, go to maltwhiskeytrail.com to plan your trip. This week we hear from Becky Paskin, the editor of scotchwhiskey.com. Becky was the first journalist to gain a general certificate in distillation from the Institute of Brewing and Distilling, a qualification that's usually only given to distillery operators. Becky also founded the Our Whiskey campaign to challenge the stereotypical idea of what a whiskey drinker looks like. You can follow the campaign on Twitter and Instagram at Our Whiskey. Like most students, I was working behind the bar and in restaurants while I was at university. Um, But actually, I really enjoyed it. I loved meeting people. um, I loved making drinks and I loved hospitality in general. So when the once I trained to be a journalist, the opportunity came up for me to write about hospitality. So I just jumped at the chance and actually really enjoyed speaking to the different people in food and drink um, all around the world. Tell us how you got into whiskey and whiskey journalism. In 2012, I was asked to be deputy editor of the Spirits Business magazine, which is an international trade magazine for spirits, um, which was amazing because it actually opened my eyes up to the world of spirits in a way that I'd never encountered before. Um, I couldn't really say what point I realised that I really loved whiskey, but it was during my time at the spirits business. I think I just leaned more naturally towards uh, the stories that were coming from the Scotch whiskey producers, the American whiskey producers, and Irish whiskey in particular, which has a special place in my heart for sure. Um, but I just whiskey for me has always, I suppose, been a natural fit, um, which is bizarre considering you know I grew up on the south coast of England. I've never had whiskey in my family at all. So, um, but I suppose naturally being a journalist I seek out people's stories and I love retelling people's stories and Scotch whiskey in particular is so rich in history and people's experiences that it's just uh, a perfect thing for me to be writing about. Now you actually have quite a unique qualification for a journalist what made you decide to go for your distillation certificate? When we launched scotchwhiskey.com I was very aware that uh, I needed to improve my knowledge of Scotch whisky, the processes, uh, particularly behind it. And there was so much that I didn't know. I always think you never stop learning. And it was very abundantly clear, even though I knew enough about whisky to write about it, I didn't know enough. So I spoke to my friend Georgie Bell, who had just completed her diploma in distilling with the IBD. And she suggested that I take the General Certificate in Distillation, which basically gives you a thorough grounding in uh, what the processes are throughout the Scotch whisky production uh, process. So uh, it's something that distillery operators tend to take, uh, but I actually was the first journalist to take it. But I suppose, I don't know why a writer has never taken it before. Maybe it was something they never felt was open to them, but I find that it's really helped me with my writing and my understanding. And I feel a bit more confident now actually speaking to some of the distillers and the blenders and actually understanding exactly what it is that they do for a living. I think it was the beginning of March this year that you launched Our Whiskey with Georgie Bell. What was your rationale behind that? The the whiskey industry is so full of women. Women occupy roles from marketing to sales to blending to distilling to distillery management. There are women all through the industry. So I was never 
I never had anybody from within Scotch Whiskey acting with surprise when they found out that I'd taken on a role with scotchwhiskey.com as editor. So the perception that a woman probably wouldn't enjoy whiskey comes from consumers. And I think that that's still quite a large issue that we have to deal with in general. There's this perception that whiskey is uh, perhaps a man's drink and I think that stems from some historical marketing that the whiskey industry has published in in previous years and to some extent unfortunately that is still something that continues today maybe not to the same extent and maybe not quite as uh, misogynistic but it's still there so uh, in a way that's why uh, Georgie Bell and I decided to launch our whiskey. Our whisky is a digital movement, so it exists only in social media. And it's something that Georgie and I have launched just purely as a passion project. So we're doing this personally because we really believe in the values that it represents. We want to really uh, showcase the face of the modern day whisky drinker, which isn't a a white, balding, older guy uh, sat in his armchair with a cigar and a glass of whisky in his hand. The modern day whiskey drinker is really diverse. Um, you know, there are men drinking it, there are women drinking it, and from all different types of cultures and backgrounds and races. So what we want to do is just show the world that whiskey is for everybody and to try and really challenge this perception that whiskey is a man's drink. And so to begin with, we're showing um, the faces of women and men throughout the industry to just demonstrate that the whiskey industry is full of men and women who enjoy whiskey. So the world is full of men and women who enjoy whiskey. So we're just trying to challenge it from the inside out for now. And we do have plans to take it further, um, but you'll have to watch this space on that one. So you've been to quite a few distilleries in your time now, Becky, I imagine. Um, what would you say to someone considering whiskey for the first time when they haven't before? Why should they try it? I think with whiskey, there's so many different styles and flavours that you can never, you'll never get bored. There's always somewhere that you can go. So something I find when I speak to new newcomers to whiskey or people who say oh I don't really like whiskey um, I don't like this particular flavor is I'll say well did you have you said that when you first tried wine you maybe don't like Pinot Grigio because it's maybe too sweet for you but have you tried something dry like a Sauvignon Blanc or what about red wine you wouldn't necessarily come to whiskey and say well I've had one once therefore I don't like whiskey there are so many different styles and so many different flavors and uh it's it's a world of opportunity and I think that's one of the things that really appeals to me about whiskey is that you're you're never going to finish it you can't complete whiskey there's always going to be something new there's a, I mean at the moment we're in the middle of a, a distillery boom there are new distilleries opening up all over the place which is so exciting because we're on the cusp of you know the next generation of whiskey drinkers are going to have so much choice more than anyone has ever had before do you think that Speyside and other whisky regions can still claim to have their own whisky style or is that becoming an outdated way of thinking? We talk about regional variation in terms of flavour um, and Speyside is known for being light and fruity and accessible. Um, I don't really sort of play into that idea of regions having a particular style anymore because um, I mean there are so many uh, different whiskies even produced within Speyside. There are peated whiskies. There are really heavy, waxy whiskies. There are uh, whiskies matured in solely sherry casks, which are very dominant in those really lovely, rich fruit flavours that I don't think you can really say that Speyside has one particular style, but that's kind of playing to Speyside's strengths, I think. There are so many distilleries 
which offers so much for the whiskey consumer, there's always somewhere else you can turn within Speyside without even leaving the region. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot that you can, you can try and enjoy. Personally, I love coming to Speyside. For me, it's a second home. I feel the warmth of the community from the people here every time I come up is just wonderful. And it's just like returning back home, like after you've been away to university and you get back and you see all of your friends once again. It's a, it's a really lovely place to be. And actually driving around it isn't bad either because the scenery is just beautiful. It's like driving through a postcard. With your campaign, Our Whiskey, you're obviously making your mark in terms of trying to change perceptions of what a whiskey drinker looks like. But what would you say is next for the whiskey industry and whiskey brands in terms of accessibility and breaking down barriers? Historically, whiskey brands have always found it very difficult to advertise to women. or They've been very nervous of advertising to women. Um, and rightly so, because women don't want to be advertised at or singled out at all. We just want to be treated fairly, um, like men want to be treated fairly. So I really think with, with advertising in particular, it's about striking that balance between, you know, having, if you're going to portray your whiskey brand to your audience, let's try not to divide the audience up. Let's not say, well, you know, our target key demographic is 18 to 35 year old men. So therefore we only advertise to them. If you actually advertise to women, to both of them, then you're opening up the possibilities for uh, consumers to actually understand and realise that whisky is something that they can enjoy too. And I think at the moment there's really only um, one or two brands that are achieving that and doing it well. Um, the majority of adverts even today, and they're not they're not as misogynistic as they used to be maybe back in the 1950s or so, but they, they very rarely feature women. And even when they do, the woman is serving the man or the woman is walking past the man and looking at him in a way that maybe makes him more of a protagonist. And that's not what we're here for. We're not a supporting role. We're here to enjoy whiskey in the same way that men enjoy whiskey. And we should be treated in exactly the same way as well. So thanks for listening and come back often. Feel free to leave a review and add the podcast to your favourites on iTunes. To keep up to date with the latest news from the heart of Malt Whiskey Country, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. We hope you come and visit us on the Malt Whiskey Trail soon. And if you do, don't forget to leave a review on TripAdvisor. All links are in the show notes.